0: Welcome
1: to Arcade Audio. Welcome back, couch potatoes and TV junkies. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picked Up, the TV Pilot Review Podcast. My name is Robert, and I'm sitting here, as always, with my good friend, former roommate, and co-host, Rich.
0: Look around
1: you. Look around you. Have you spotted what we're looking for yet? <laughs> What's up, man? Not much, dude. You and I are just sitting down doing some recording. Uh, we were actually outside, as human beings used to do, uh, just earlier having some fun, and we we're outside of these walls. Outside of these walls, uh, enjoying some ribs, which was kick-ass
0: at Ribfest, man. Ribfest. Ribfest 2016. Yep, it was finally a legitimate festival. Now that I was there. Yep. Um, I was yeah, able it can to... actually
1: call itself a ribs festival. Exactly, now that Rich attended it.
0: Yeah, and, and all of us really between you, me, and like Rudy, I feel like we all have a very good meat palate.
1: I think so. I would agree. Uh, absolutely. So yeah, that was great. Um, we're actually recording from my apartment, uh, so this is a little satellite episode. I think we've only recorded in yeah, we four or five different locations. Uh, here before.
0: Rudy's place or not Rudy's place? Well, Rudy's place. We did do Rudy's place. We did do Rudy's? Uh, Auggie's place. Yep, Auggie's. And then our old place. Our old place. And then and then the my- present place. Yeah. So five,
1: five, and grow the company one. Oh
0: yeah, we we're at
1: the company one. That's time. right. So six. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Moving and shaking all over the place. Interesting factoid. But yeah, man, uh, I've actually been watching TV lately too. So have you? Yeah. It's
0: probably more than I have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we tend to Rich and I tend to alternate weeks. Uh, I mean, he carries the workload like 90% of the time, but sometimes I'm able to come in with some new shows when when it's a light week for Rich. Well, shit dog, what you been watching? Well, I have watched I watched two things that I wanted to bring up here on the show. And one especially I think you should check out. And I almost made it the show's pick for this episode, uh-huh. but rather just talk about it with it. I sure. watched the Lucas Brothers Moving Company.
0: Oh dude, yes. one I fucking love the Lucas Brothers. Yes. Love them to death. They're on friends of the people. Mm-hmm. Uh they they pop up in like a million different things like in the past
1: 2 years. Yep. Um I think I first really saw them in 22 Jump Street, I think. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they were in that um and one of them, I think it was Kenny had like a um a guest spot on like the last half of the of the season of the grinder, which is going to be the only season cause it got canceled mm. and I'm very upset about that. Yeah. But, uh, how was it? I think I've seen one episode.
1: Fantastic. I, well, I really enjoyed it. Uh, cartoon series from 2013. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's kind of like, I was surprised it'd been around so long. Yeah. Uh, found it very funny. It was on like Hulu, right? It started out on Fox and then oh, really? it was like late night. Cause it's just shit. all about weed and shit. Right. And, uh, and they got moved to FX for, or FXX for yeah, later season. that makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, I did watch it on Hulu, and it was very funny. It, the first episode also had another one of our favorite people, has a prominent, prominent role uh, with Jake the Snake Roberts.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably the one that I saw.
1: Yeah. And I believe Sting, too. Damn. I think it was actually Sting.
0: That's aw- and so it was fantastic. Good it was shit. fun.
1: Um, very minimal, like the animation style is that fun, kind of like, like high school writing on the front of your textbook, kind of adventure time ish. Yeah. Uh, but very fun. And nice. I watched some of the other episodes too. Uh, so it was definitely something I would watch. I'm not a huge weed person. Right. So I think I'm not the target demo. But if you are, I think it'd probably be someone's favorite
0: show. Weed humor can be done well. To people who aren't regular weed smokers. Yes, it can. I I love a lot of weed humor. Um, and, you know, it can still be funny.
1: Yeah, it can. And I think that with the Lucas Brothers, they're both sort of very funny and self-aware at the same time yeah. with a lot of like the wackier things they're doing in their show. So, really enjoy that. I also watched something very different. I didn't watch all of it, but I watched... I watched like 30 minutes of Maya and Martin. Do you know what this is? I do not know what this is. This is like an old school variety show with Maya Rudolph and Martin Short.
0: What? Oh, you
1: know, I think I
0: heard about this.
1: How old is it? I have no idea. I don't think that old. I think maybe a year or less. A uh, A lot of current jokes, I feel like. A lot of Beyonce and a lot of, I feel like there was even political stuff from like this, this election. Um, <clears throat> it was weird. I like those people, both of them very much. Uh, I think they're both super talented, and it was weird trying to see like variety writing for like a millennial sort of audience and mm-hmm. age. So, I think that it has potential. It's kind of like a weirder SNL, but okay. it's very charming though. Yeah, I don't know. I just I I think the star power of it was enough that I might watch some more of it but uh definitely variety shows are kind of a tough sell today they are
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah and and with two people that aren't stars necessarily right but are very talented funny people
1: yes yes there was uh there was one very good video sketch with Martin Short as like an etiquette coach uh, who would just sort of flip out on these kids but he kept flipping out on one kid in particular, which I think was what made the sketch very funny. And then there was a live segment with Tina Fey and Maya Rudolph um, sort of talking about 70s variety shows and singing like a medley of 70s like uh, disco lady singer hits. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um,
0: you mentioned uh, Jake the Snake earlier. Yes. Last night I watched on netflix it's finally on netflix the, resu- the resurrection of jake the snake roberts
1: i watched that as well this week did you yeah what'd you think oh it's fantastic yeah right and it's actually it was started at a time when they did not know what the conclusion would be yeah i mean they really they go we're gonna see jake and he's 300 pounds and he's in sad, sad shape. And they didn't know he was going to get better. No. They're just like, all right, let's do this. So I think it's a very rare case of a documentary really like capturing a great transition. Yeah, and
0: they didn't know that like they were also going to bring in Scott Hall. They didn't know any of this stuff. Yeah. Um, it's it a hell of a documentary. Whether you are a fan of wrestling at all, wrestling in the 80s, or, or whatever, it's just a great story about just overcoming just fucking demons and yeah. and and just internal struggle
1: oh yeah diamond dallas page man what a guy yeah what a like a saint <laughs> dude yeah saint dallas yeah he was a very dally cool person. dally
0: dally man
1: <laughs> oh dally yeah dally That was great. You know, I could have even gone for more wrestling stuff in it. I think it's very accessible because it's... It really, like you said, it just deals with the addiction and and their living situation. And fall
0: and... And, yeah, because he was, at one point, like, one of the top stars, like, in wrestling. Yeah. And they were... They lived like fucking rock stars in
1: the 80s. You and I had the privilege of getting to see him live. We did. And that was great.
0: Yeah. The... You would say that was probably like after they shot the whole thing. Yeah. Cause he talked about it going to like festivals and stuff.
1: Yeah. 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 He, uh, at that point that was, l- I feel like that was late. It was like fall of 2014.
0: It was uh, December. I want to say. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it
1: was, it was even later. Yeah. So very end of 2014 and the documentary sort of ends with the hall of fame, which was like, would have been like March of 14, right? Yeah.
0: Hell yeah. Um, a show that I've been meaning to watch for a week since it came out
1: is Lady Dynamite. Oh, yes.
0: Uh, with Maria
1: Bamford. Uh, I had a, a good friend of mine mention that, that she was watching it, um, or at least watched the first episode. Very excited. Just yeah. sort of texted me to say like that it was there. So that's <laughs> kind of interesting. The buzz of the show is like, no, I haven't even watched it, but isn't this cool? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it is cool. Like.
0: Not knowing whether or not it's 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 good or, or bad or, or indifferent, but like, I'm just happy that Maria Bamford's like getting getting a thing.
1: Totally, I mean that's a that's a very unique voice, and with all of her history of of mental health, yeah. you know, uh, issues and things like that. Like that's a a very good person to give a platform to. Yeah, that's not just your generic, oh, uh, this is a funny person, but I don't know how different they are. It's like this is a very unique person oh yeah
0: um sorry to completely go off off
1: topic no worries when did you get that big map i got that big map uh from a good friend of the show and former guest and good good personal uh friend uh lily nelson gave me that that map cool yeah Uh, it's a good looking it's a good looking poster map it's perfect it's super big yeah um, it fills it that space perfectly it fills the space perfectly it's this beautiful map of the world um it is this nice sort of kind of sepia do you say sepia or sepia? Uh, i i say sepia tone I say sepia as well it's like a, it's kind of sepia tone yeah I love it yeah
0: it's a sepia tone yeah if you're like English, like i feel like that's probably like the english pronunciation yeah sepia uh, it's a sepia, uh, yes. no
1: sepia tone cartography sepia yes <laughs> Shout out to Lily so, though. Thank you so much, question, Lily. Outrageous. It's still adorning the wall lovingly.
0: Uh, but yeah, man, aside from like Lucha Underground, I've been I have not been watching Jack Shit.
1: That's all that's all gravy. It's good, man.
0: Or like doing Jack shit. I've just been eating like garbage and staying up late, and that's it.
1: Gotcha. Uh I've been I was sick the last week and had a a rough go of it. It was a it's the middle of summer, but somehow I managed to get a wicked cold, so I had a rough go of it, but doing better. Um we talked a lot about comics at the beginning of yeah. the uh the last episode, episode. Yeah, last episode. And um I've still I'm still procuring my copy of DC Rebirth, number one, because actually yeah, I can't find a copy of it up here in Chicago. Part of that's because it's so it's been so popular that it's sold out a lot of places. Part of it, too, is because unlike my good friends back in Melbourne, Florida at Famous Faces and Funnies, the, the comic book shops up here in Chicago don't know what they're doing. Not like my friends do. Really? They don't know. Oh, man. No, my boys, they, they, are, they are professionals. But so, anyways, I um, actually didn't. You mentioned actually the Watchman element of DC Rebirth. Uh, and I didn't know what that was at the time we were talking on the podcast. But I've since found out. Do you want to discuss it at all, or like, are you
0: remind me what I was talking? About.
1: You just said that that um, it incorporated some of the characters from Watchmen, which it did. And spoiler alert: what it is is that Doctor Manhattan, who's basically omnipotent, might be sort of screwing around with like the timelines and the realities, mm. and like making new ones. And Jeff Johns has gone on record saying that he's not a he's not the villain necessarily. But he is kind of the antagonist of, sure. of this next big arc. So that is fantastic. Wow! I think, I think that is a Jeff Johns has done it again with a very brilliant, very broad, um, just like again, like this is an event. You know, comic books try to have events frequently, but they don't always have like the best plot to back them up. Right. That's a good idea. So
0: Did, how how for, like how often do they use like. Watchmen characters for things like never right never
1: they're not even i mean until this point they're not really even considered like canon it's kind just of. its own yeah yeah just it was like an elseworld story right i mean there's connections and stuff but um yeah they're not and that that came out in 86 then they did a big push and did some original stories when the movie came out just to tie all it in but they've never been incorporated until this point so. wow it's good shit. Oh shit, that's pretty cool. Yeah, happy about that. Oh yeah. Well, what yeah, about does it for current things. I think so, man. I uh yeah, good.
0: Yeah, Excuse like I'm trying to think about seeing any like movies or anything, but I just haven't been watching shit. It's all good. Damn.
1: Hey, man. Everybody needs a break. You're I, only human. I baby. guess. You're only human. I
0: guess. Now I'm just trying to think if I've watched any like YouTube videos that are worth
1: mentioning. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, <clears throat> oh my, oh my God! I can't see! I can't see! I can't see! Oh, my. I'm, I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the, uh,
0: yeah, like the last YouTube video I saw was uh, Batista teaching Chris Pratt how to powerbomb <laughs>
1: Anna Faris. Yeah, I saw that. That was, that was great,
0: fun. I'm surprised that hasn't happened before or more often.
1: Yeah. Have you seen the YouTube video of the group of penguins walking? No. It's like six. Well, no, it's more. It's like 10 penguins. And they're walking along. And then one of them trips and falls. And the whole group goes like, ah. <laughs> but it just it's hilarious that like, the group, like, they're like, oh, you all right? And then the penguin gets back up. And he's like, ah. Sort of gruffly shrugs it off. And they continue. All right, let's get to this week's show. Yeah, I think that about... <laughs> <laughs> that about does it.
0: That uh, is a clear indicator that yeah we are, we are out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> the well has
1: run dry. <laughs> Peng- Penguin videos on YouTube. Penguin video. Well, I've already bought the rights for it. So don't you dare... You try and develop that into a show, I'm going to come after you harsh. Lawyer up. Lawyer up. All right, this week's show... Which was my pick, which is a lot of responsibility. Do you feel pressure when it's your pick?
0: I do when I actually like know that it's my turn to pick. Uh-huh. And I get time to think about it. Yeah. I don't when it just dawns on me that it's my turn to pick. Right. And I need to get an elevator pitch out yes. for the next day.
1: I feel like that's happened frequently for us. It's kind of like, oh, hey what's the show this week? And yeah. it's like 11 o'clock on uh, uh, the night before yeah. the episode goes out. Um, I feel the pressure just to change it up. And I try sure. to present the audience with different shit rather than just stuff that I've seen or want to watch, new stuff. So what I went with, <clears throat> excuse me, from 2003, at least the series, the pilot may have been shot as long ago as 2000. Yeah. Uh, uh, Robert Popper and Peter Serf Finowitz's Look around you.
0: We'll be back after this.
1: And we're back. Here we are. About to discuss uh, the very fun science uh, kind of parody show. How would you? I was a, I was
0: going to ask you what the hell genre of like comedy would you even say? What style? Like what? What is this show? Colin describe the
1: show to a stranger. Colin described it pretty well the other night. I can't remember. Okay, what this show? This show is a. This is a parody. Okay which I think has a strict definition, but I don't know it off the top of my head. This is a parody of instructional science education videos.
0: Right, from like the 70s.
1: Yes. This is a this is a post-space era or whatever later 20th century science videos and it's a it's a uh, lampooning of those with the British silliness and things like that. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um yeah, I hope that's clear. Uh this this show every episode has like a different theme. The theme for the show is calcium. Yes. And it definitely uh pulls from the format in which they do experiments. They talk about the element, things like that, but they also make jokes about it.
0: Sure. Yes. Yes. What what, what, what were your thoughts?
1: Okay. I've seen all of the first season or series. Of this show, how many episodes is that? It was about eight or nine, eight or nine or ten. Um, I like this show. I watched this show when I was younger, and I thought it was hysterical. I still like it. This episode, this pile in particular, is not the strongest episode that it has. This is definitely a working some stuff out. Sure, episode. Um, I think it's a worthy. I think it's I think it's a worthy program. I like it. I, although I would very much on after rewatching it, I would not fault you or anyone else for not being very into this. You know? I liked the idea
0: of it. Mm-hmm. I like the people behind it. The premise is simple enough and mm-hmm. easy enough and there's plenty to mine. This was not the first step you want to put forward. This is not the best foot you want to put forward. Yes. It was, it all felt, it, man, it felt too British to me, in that you, I I feel like I could envision what it looked like them writing this episode, Mm. and I felt like there wasn't a lot of laughter in the room, but a lot of, oh, that's funny, yep, (laughs) oh, you do that right there, that's funny. There was not a lot of
1: laughter. Yeah, yeah, but they're
0: just, like, writing down these concepts that they're envisioning as, like, they're amusing thoughts to them, Yeah, but they're not, like, making each other laugh. It didn't feel like a very fun endeavor, you know what I'm saying?
1: It's true. I get, like, again, rewatching this, I was amused quite often, but I was not laughing at any of the particular jokes.
0: I found myself getting the jokes, seeing it, recognizing it, knowing... That it was clever, knowing that it was that uh, was a cute spin, uh, all of that was registering, and it's not like you know it was it was you know little easy things, like, oh, yeah, that was an easy joke, of course, I got that no, it's like complicated jokes like themes and yeah and, and <laughs> like probably pulled off really, really well, but like also at the same time very like underwhelming on impact,
1: yes um. Something that's maybe important is like when and how and where you're watching the show. This is another thing of like, there's shows that <clears throat> I think the ideal way to watch this show is it's it's Saturday night, you're either 15 years old and not getting any action, mm. or 28 years old and not getting any action, and you're watching Adult Swim on a Saturday night and this comes on sure and you don't know what it is and yeah. you're just watching it alone late at night I couldn't, and it's wacky i could see that conversely or, or as as opposed to like hey every, everyone's drinking let's put on something funny you yeah. probably look around you oh you'd kill the room well and also
0: room. i think of like um expect or yeah like expectation like if it's just something you happen upon, mm-hmm. like, again, on Adult Swim or what have you, you are like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. What is this really weird shit? It might take you by surprise. Yeah. Whereas when you told me what it is and I looked up what it was, I got super excited about it. Okay. Because I really like Pete Serafinowicz a lot. Um, I can't say I'm, like, a huge fan because I don't. You know, seek out everything he does, but everything I've ever seen him in, I've I've been a big fan of. Yeah, you know, he was Pete and Shaun of the Dead.
1: Um, he was in
0: Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Yeah, and I think his character got killed, or it's like inferred that he was part of like the lives lost. Which well, I, was he? See, that's the thing: is he so great that would be a huge mistake. Yeah, he should be like the next Nova. I feel like he made it through. I'm not sure if he did or not. damn. I'm something be really to look sad. At. I. I think he did not but I'm not sure.
0: Um and he's also uh I remember mullet back in college showing uh showing us these these Brian Butterfield videos that he did and it's Serafina what's like in a fat suit. Oh yeah. Um as like this uh dude because there's a series of them. Uh and one's the the Brian Butterfield Detective Agency. And it's again, it's like nothing spectacular. It's nothing like highfalutin or concept wise. It's just very simple. It's just this weird character. And it's a commercial for this detective agency. And just him saying different costumes that he's going to be wearing. Like (laughs) croupier. American man.
1: American
0: man. Uh, you know, like uh, just energy, uh, just like a, a series of just one line jokes. Gotcha. And then the other ones, like the Brian Butterfield, like diet. Okay. Um, which again, very similar pacing, whatever. And they're fucking hilarious. Yeah. They're not like breaking down, you know, the walls of comedy or anything, but they're really funny. Uh,
1: He's got a very famous video of doing like thirty impressions in sixty seconds. Oh, really? Or, or something like, or yeah, the flip of that, or, um, but. Have they're, you seen? They're not real impressions. He's just making up characters. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's saying weird shit in like all of them. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I was just kind of disappointed because I was also expecting more of like them in it, mm-hmm. and not like just hands the whole time. Yeah. Um. Although that last experiment that they do on the Rems machine. Do you know who that scientist is?
1: I feel like I did, but no. Who is it? Edgar Wright. Oh, yes. There we go. Yeah. The one talking to the cows. Yes. Yes.
0: Which, when I saw that in the credits, it made me like, want to go back and rewatch it again. Just be like, no, I have to think this is funny. I have to like this. I thing.
1: have to like this. I would say, I, I understand. And like I said, my biggest takeaway was like, I don't think that. I was like wrong to like it as much when when I was younger, but I think that I think especially for the pilot, this is a really tough episode
0: yeah, this is the type of show that you just need to like catch yeah you're not like using the pilot to fucking hook you
1: yeah the um if I could uh strongly encourage anybody listening and yourself as well, watch water water okay. is and I will be doing the same thing. I tried to rewatch it uh, right after I watched Calcium, but mm-hmm. I couldn't find it. But Water is very funny. And Water does do a lot more to sort of... It, it almost, like, stays on theme. And, like, the jokes, they, they are they are funny, not just in an amusing way, but they make you laugh. Like, the opening of Water yeah. is very, very funny. Yeah. It's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I... I it, just watching it, you get the sense that like they're still very much figuring out, yeah, what they could do with this.
1: It's also tough because because there's not so much there's not really characters or themes. Well, it's, there's no
0: character. There's no story.
1: Right? It's so broad. I mean, what's to? How do you decide calcium? How do you decide what you're talking about? How do you decide what joke to make? I mean, really, yeah. it could be about anything that it's it's uh and
0: really, like what they ended up doing is just endowing it with just these fake yeah, properties, just
1: being ridiculous,
0: yeah. yeah, um, and also in where you get calcium from,
1: yeah, in terms of like yeah, like refining it from from bones, bones and teeth and teeth, yeah, exactly,
0: so, but yeah, I mean, like aside from that, there just wasn't much more for me to like glean from from the episode,
1: yeah. I, uh, like I said, I I'd encourage you to see a couple more, especially water. And I chose this because this is very different. And it's, it's you know, it is like a British sense of humor, mm-hmm. sensibility. And I'm curious what, you know, other people have to think and say about it. Yeah. So let us
0: know what you think. Um, if you were uh, in the room, I uh, don't oh, know, I'm sorry. If you could ask these guys a question, like at a Q&A or something like that, what would that be?
1: Uh, as like a fan or as like a...
0: Yeah, you're just there at a Q&A. Okay. You get like a, a shot to ask him a question about Look Around You. And this is going to have to take the place of MVP and LVP. Cause
1: right. Because MVP is going to be Edgar Wright. Um, <laughs> LVP is going to be Water? <laughs> uh, I would ask them... What did you guys disagree about when you were making it? That's a great question. I'd like to hear. Like, was everything just like, oh yeah, totally, and like, and just sort of pat yourselves on the back, or what? What in a, in such a weird, nebulous show? Like, what was like a sticking point of like, well, I really wanted to make calcium a living thing, and he wanted to make it a non-living thing.
0: Yeah, you know, I I would definitely ask something about like the writing process, yeah. or, like between them, the the two of them, like. Like, I'd want to know what it was that got them jazzed about, like, making this a thing. Yeah. Like, what got you so passionate about 70s science videos that made you want to, like, really fucking sink your teeth into the yeah. genre?
1: That's a great question. And I think in answering it, I think that might be part of why I like this show, even though I would never never say that this pilot's hilarious at all. It's like it is just sort of appreciating a weird, a very distinct. It's like it's like a piece of furniture. Yeah, that maybe is like it's not very comfortable sitting, but it just it's so yeah. totally what it is. You know, and no one else is
0: doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, um, this uh, this show did make me almost go into a wormhole of watching episodes of The Mighty Boosh. Oh yeah. Because I was under like the suggested videos. Yeah. Um that's a show we might have to do sometime soon.
1: Yeah. Have you ever watched any of that? Yes, I have. Yeah. I feel that's another sort of uh I felt like it was hit and miss for me, but certainly there's at least one classic classic sure pop culture thing that is just more than justifies the whole series. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I uh I remember for, like, that being the gateway where you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and we're going to leave it vague. Fuck it. Because we'll talk about it later. Yeah,
1: we'll talk about it later. Um,
0: and then just like end up just like seeking out the rest. Yeah. And it's surprising how different the seasons are from season to season. Well, we could talk about that potentially some other time. Yeah. Um, <sighs> shit, Doug. Oh,
1: we have Twitter. As well, we have Twitter in the room.
0: Yes, we have Twitter in the room. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to say any more about look around you, but like to be perfectly honest, I'm kind of tapped on it.
1: No, that's fine. Like,
0: I kind of don't have anything else to say.
1: No, uh, watch Water. Watch Water. It's very funny. I like it a lot. And uh, how many series were there? Two. Two gets really weird and different, it becomes like a almost like a variety show. Okay. Two gets even the the second season is even crazier, huh? Or it's just it's completely different.
0: Weird, wild stuff. Yeah. Um. All right. So. So. Um. That's look around you. Let's look around you. Uh, this might be like a record length episode. As yeah. far as how short it is. That's all right. Um. But I feel like we're not like skipping anything. I feel like we're not like
1: no, short not cheating a, anything. Not a super meaty wheat. You know, How do you think they did me. as
0: far as um, as far as uh, execution on style?
1: My, that that is why I would recommend and I would keep watching it. Okay, I liked it. If I <clears throat> I might pick, like if I picked it up, I might ask them to. I would probably ask them to reshoot it. I'd be like, rewrite it or something. I would be like, okay, yes, I like this. Do it again but you you got to be a little more a uh, little more focused. Be more precious. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like I like it. You, is, this looks great. I like the pace everything, but this is just a little too nutty. And I think that they really get a hang of it as that goes on. Okay. Yeah. So
0: uh got some tweets at us. You can hit us up on Twitter at picked up pod. And uh this is from Talk to Gator, Okay, cool. Uh, our, our good friend, Tatiana, um,
1: she uh, wrote in. She's a g- great uh, social media friend. She is. She's always tweeting us. Very, very good.
0: Um, Thank you. And so she says that she's she agrees with you that generally the same stakes, like Apocalypse, uh, is a poor movie. Um, the one exception is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, which, side note, um, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about Buffy before and we're making the same point uh, that I'll now I'll get back to whose seven season arcs always built up to an apocalypse while expertly tackling relationships between characters. All this to say, Ooh. Joss Whedon is the boss and I want to talk uh, about the show's pilot with us and jam with your Sam, Sam Mullet, which we still have to do. Like I, I'm down for that. Sure. We can totally do. That. Um, But yeah, uh, in in the streaks of buffy that i have seen that is very true like each season does lead up to like a an earth shattering event um and they always figure out how to not shatter the the earth um but it's always in a way that doesn't feel like trite or like trivial
1: that's good yeah nice to know that's doable you know along those same lines i mean rick and morty you know the yeah. apocalypse the apocalypse has happened in some realities. Yeah. On <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty. Like <laughs> in multiple realities, like it's already happened, but it's still similarly sort of focusing more on people. That's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. And thank you for tweeting us. Thank you
0: very much. Um, that's our social media, man. What happened there? What happened to your pants?
1: Oh, was that bike, from the bike? The bicycle. From this trip? No, not from this okay. trip. Okay. No. It's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Love where I live, but I have to, like, carry my bike up three steps to get out to the alley. It's, like, huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, a ramp would make my life, like, 20 times easier. In many ways. Yeah. Damn. Well. well.
0: I know what <laughs> I know what you're getting for your birthday this year.
1: Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Uh, speaking of birthdays your birthday is in september yeah any are we gonna start teasing any other events happening in september oh, at some point in time thank you i was I like, it's kind of getting close it
0: yeah fucking telling me yeah. um uh, i knew
1: there was a reason we were doing this episode
0: <laughs> yeah uh september 24th is the official date for pod slam 2016 pod slam 2 PodSlam i guess you could also over- uh that's as far as we know, right now, it will be in Chicago. Um, as far as the actual location, it'll probably be the same place. But I'm going to uh, explore some larger venues as well, if that's the case. Totally, uh, it's going to be bigger than than last year, and we're going to raise more money than last year. Um, so get excited for that. Get ready for that. Get ready to donate for that for Connor's Cure, yep. um, which is now associated with the V Foundation. Um, and uh, yeah. Just everything's everything's looking good.
1: That's so, excellent. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Keep, we had a great time last year and
0: keep your Twitter dials tuned to uh Slam Live on Twitter. Yeah. On Facebook. Um Slam, a podcast marathon. Um yeah. and and just yeah. Oh hey, yeah, it's, other places it's early. Normally... Just get
1: ready. Yeah. Get your get your plane tickets. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. It's early. September's not a bad time to visit the city. Not bad at all. Um we're here and we're cool.
0: Yeah. As far
1: it's as it's I great. know, there
0: ain't other shit going on that weekend, so yeah. do it.
1: If there is, tell me you have plans. Yeah. Especially if it's like a wedding. Especially. Can like you come to my wedding be like, oh, I have plans. <laughs> shit. Huh? I bet that's worked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Especially bro. if it's like a bullshit destination wedding.
1: Yeah. Well, can you come to Aruba for my wedding? Like, Not for your wedding. No, no way, man. Is it free? Yeah. Is the whole thing free? I'll do it then. But I oh, to be back in time for Pod Slam too. Exactly. Yeah, man. Well, sweet, so I just wanted to bring that up because like I said, it's um it's not too far away. We're at the start of summer. Yeah. End of summer. Get a little pod slam going. But yeah, I think that about does it, you know? If you Surprisingly, I
0: feel like I feel like we're like way too short.
1: Yeah, you know, it's all right. I think it's just lack of T V we watch a short show. That was short on substance.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, that's okay. All right. We'll do it up next time. We've done long episodes. We have. Well, last
0: week's was like an hour and a half.
1: Yeah, we've done long
0: episodes. So I guess this is just the balancing of that.
1: Yeah. But, anyways, thanks so much for listening, you guys. Uh, Please uh, do your part to help us out and support the show. Please rate and review us uh, on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Rate and review us. Does us wonders. Uh, there's all sorts of fun perks for writing and reviewing us. Either we'll read it out loud or I'll drink a bunch of beer or something like that. But just get involved with it. Please uh, get in touch with us with you know your thoughts and comments. You can uh, tweet us at PickedUpPod. and also find us on Facebook, Searching Picked Up Podcast. And you can get involved with this show and all the other fantastic shows by going to ArcadeAudio.net and listening to all the great programming there.
0: Absolutely, and I don't know if you mentioned, but iTunes and Google Play Music,
1: uh, Google are the places Play you music. Could do
0: that to subscribe and what rate. is that? Google Play Music.
1: Yeah, what are each of those things individually and collectively?
0: Oh man, I
1: know, right? No, okay. I'm really I really got to make my know. brain work. Google Play Music. I yeah, it's
0: the it's like the Google Play Store, but just for music and podcasts.
1: Those companies need to just sort of like, all right. Well, I don't know. I, maybe it's great.
0: It's great for Android listeners.
1: Okay, fine.
0: I I seriously don't know how people that yeah. had an Android listened to Goddamn Podcasts yeah. before. Yeah, exactly. I seriously don't.
1: Well, I'm glad that those Android listeners can join us now. Exactly. Hell yeah. About personal
0: plugs, Rich. At Rich Cammy on Twitter. Rich Cami 4 on Instagram. Uh, Garlic Not 44 on Snapchat. Um, and yeah, that's that's all I got from me, man.
1: Hell yeah. You can find me at rbravo, rbravo and on Instagram at real.robbravo. Yeah, I think that's about it, too. Shit. Thanks so much for listening. For for myself, Robert, for my wonderful co-host, Rich, thanks so much for listening to Picked Up. Keep your dial tuned to awesome. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.